Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Join again by Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And today we are back at it again with another college football edition. This is why, you know what I mean? Look at guys, no offense to my homie, but like Dom, and they just they just don't know what they're missing. Because Saturday was electric, man. It was. was. It, not? it was. Top to bottom. 12 to literally like 12 um, amazing football going on. And we're going to start right off, man, with, with the early game. Clemson Wake Forest, early game of the year, honestly. Um, it was crazy. DJ Ua, golly, I, I heard his name so many times. I still know how to pronounce it. Oh, me out here. When you read it, it messes you up. It's. DJ Yui Ungalale. You are. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Join again by Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And today we are back at it again with another college football edition. This is why, you know what I mean? Look at guys, no offense to my homie, but like Dom, and they just, they just don't know what they're missing. Because. Saturday was electric, man. It was. was. Not, it was. Crazy. Top to bottom, 12 to literally like 12. Um, amazing football going on. And we're going to start right off, man, with, with the early game. Clemson Wake Forest, early game of the year, honestly. Um, it was crazy. DJ Ua, golly, I, I heard his name so many times. I still know how to pronounce it. Oh, me out here. Yui, when you read it, it messes you up. It's DJ Yui Ungalele. Yua Ungalea. Yeah. Yui Ungalele. Yeah. Ungalele. Yeah. Ungalele. Yeah. Man, he was going crazy. Um, You know, just him, him and Hartman for Wake Forest is going back and forth, back and forth the whole game. Just constant bombs. Um, Clemson ended up winning in double overtime, 51 to 45. And I got a lot of takeaways, but I want to start with you, Darnell. What did you what did you kind of see out of this one? Yeah, Clemson. this was um, this was one of those games. I think we were talking about Clemson last week, and I was talking about DJ, and I was talking about how good of a quarterback I thought he would be if he can figure everything out because he had all of the, all of the tools. And I think this game against Wake Forest was one of those games where he put everything together and he had one of his better performances. He had five touchdowns, 371 yards, QBR of 88, no interceptions, 26 to 41. That's a pretty solid performance from the quarterback. And you got to give a lot of credit to Will Shipley, the running back for Clemson. Um, yeah. 20 carries, 104 yards. He had a long, long, a 53-yard touchdown. But he had an extra – or there was a fourth down, I believe, in a fourth quarter or either one of the overtimes. And Shipley gets the ball and he gets stopped behind the line of scrimmage and he just fights and he keeps his legs churning and he turns a, a what would be a negative play into a touchdown. And that what that's what kept Clemson into the game. And I think overall it was just a 
just a good performance from Clemson. And you got to give all the credit in the world to Wake Forest as well because Sam Hartman really put it out. He laid it really out there on the line, threw six touchdowns, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six touchdowns, 337, 20 of 29, a QBR of 94.8. Yeah. Which is a little better than DJ. But he just didn't have the run game to support him like DJ had. So a little unfortunate if you're a Wake Forest fan, but for a general sports and college football fan, it was a great watch. It was a great watch. I do have a beef. Okay. You know where I'm going with this? No, go ahead. Is it with the overtime rules? No. Okay. Overtime rules weren't the problem. Because even so, Clemson still had a great chance. Mm-hmm. My, um, my beef is with Dave Clawson. Dave Wake, Clawson. Wake okay. Forest head coach. Okay. Who right as – um. So the game is tied 38 to 38. You have a quarterback who, like we said, you know, 300 yards, six touchdowns, you lighten them up, probably at five at this point because one of them came in overtime, whatever. Um, Lighting them up, you said the run game didn't support them. So why did they try just running the ball all the way down the field in a two-minute warning situation? To oh, be I remember honest, that, yeah. It was bad. It was real bad, dude. And then to double down on that, they um punt the ball off to Clemson. Clemson gets it on like the two or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't a two. It was a little, a little for it. was probably like the twelve or so. Because they they went ran the ball, lost two, and then they got sacked, and then the drive was over. As opposed to just bombing them like they had done all game, all game. Um. Anyway, so they punt it. Boom, they're on like the fucking ten or whatever. Clemson runs it. Wake Forest has three timeouts. Don't use it. They're playing for overtime. Why? With the against a better team, why are you doing that? Yeah, I feel that makes no sense. Yeah, no sense. Had me fuming because, but he started doing what he was doing, and they were on like the 45, their own 45. They were like right there, they were about to beat them, and he just just didn't throw it, said no. And it's not like Hartman was like doing some Jameis stuff where he's throwing bombs and stuff, he had zero picks on the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just let him do it at that point. But um, yeah, DJ was hitting passes out there, man. That, like, honestly, I was looking at him, and they were just on. The, no one was that open. That was just purely him, just dots every time. Yeah, perfect passes. Um, I don't know if I've seen anyone so far this season play a game like that and it's crazy because we talked about dj earlier and how like you said he's can be inaccurate can be kind of you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's some layups i think as a person these receivers just don't really get that open to be honest watching it <laughs> I'm looking at these throws man they're they're all covered contested yeah. passes they're not jumping over people either he's just hitting boom you know, he's just hitting perfect passes every time. Um, but, I mean, yeah, huge game, obviously, for Clemson. Big win there. Wake Forest proved that they were kind of tough. I think with Clemson going forward, you just look at their defense. They had three freshman corners. Mm-hmm. They two freshman corners and a freshman safety. So, it's like that definitely is is like an issue um, for them, as you can see them just get bombed when they play like some of the other teams. 
But hey, like we saw this weekend, you just got you just got to get the win at the end of the day. Yep. A win is a win, so it is what it is. Um, moving on, man. Next game I want to talk about Kansas State beating Oklahoma 41-34. This game is crazy. Um, there's another Adrian Martinez. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was his brother. Yeah. But it's literally just, they said his name as a moss like, Oh, he had it's really him. He cloned they cloned him so he could be in college, you know, mm-hmm. for a few more years. He's a senior, but still. It's kind of crazy. I remember because Adrian Adrian Martinez by the way from No, he was a Nebraska quarterback. So just seeing someone with his name is wild. This Adrian Martinez, though, <laughs> I think he he's a he was a crazy runner, man. Um, in the game, twenty one rushes, one hundred forty yards for him rushing, threw for two thirty four, and Oklahoma, you know, Gabriel tried out there for touchdown three thirty, but they just couldn't come through with it, losing at home. They said they've only lost eleven times at home over the last third twenty twenty three years was the stat. So wow. make it 12. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, but Kansas State always plays them tough every time. Mm-hmm. Love this game. Um, so, Darno, what were your thoughts on this one? Yeah, Adrian Martinez just got loose. And um, Oklahoma had – they really, really had a chance to win the game. But that fourth quarter run that Martinez had was just too much. Like, I think he – yeah. How, how long was that run? 55 yards? 55, oh, yard yeah, touchdown 55 run. yards. It wasn't yeah, like wasn't it? It wasn't a touchdown, but yeah, it was, it was yeah, he got run. stopped. Um, I think close to he just probably, slid in bounds to end the game for real. Yeah, he got stopped. Yeah, he's yeah, he slid like around a three, but he gave himself up. But it was like it was one of those athletic plays that you only see. You rarely I don't want to say it's Lamar esque because only Lamar is only Lamar, but it's one of those athletic college quarterback plays that you watch and you just are in amazement. Be it, and you miss in the, in the NFL because you don't really have. Mm. Well, I'll take that back because you do yeah, have. We're starting, a, to yeah, we're starting to see it more now than we used to. But it used to be a staple in college compared to pros. Yeah. But yeah, it was just an amazing play by Martinez. And you got to give him credit because. You got to get the coach credit too, because to recognize that that's your best runner and your best thrower and be able to put him out in position to be successful is, you know, because a lot of coaches wouldn't run their quarterback 21 times. Nah. For four touchdowns. <laughs> he's strong too. Like he was running over, but I was like, damn, they're just, this is fuck. It's, hey, they're playing Oklahoma. They said, fuck it, man. They said, all right, there's ever a game where you just run them, it's the game. Yeah, and and um Oklahoma's defense was been I think they have a defensive head coach now. And their defense hadn't been bad all season. Yeah, it's Brent Venables. It's their it was their old D coordinator. Mm-hmm. And the thing about having a running quarterback is the numbers never add up because it's not like or I mean they probably do it now, but defense is never used to account for the quarterback as far as their schematics running the ball 
it's okay. I mean, they were they were trying to. It's just. <laughs> I mean, yeah, after a while, you you like, yeah, we gotta make some adjustments, but it's just like, what do you do when the quarterback is just gonna take off on you every play? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to stop it. It's not much you can do for real. Mm-hmm. Um, I the big thing for me as well is just that that play was on the third and sixteen. Yeah. And so like, you know, Adrian's sitting back there. I'm thinking, all right, Oklahoma might get the ball back. And he just took off for that fifty five yard. It was it was crazy. Texted texted Darnell me, like, are you watching? He's like, No, I'm watching Ohio State be up fifty to ten. But you know, we'll get into that. Um but yeah, no, it was a crazy play. Oklahoma. I'm cool with it. Get them out of here. There's too much talk about that they would be different. They're not different. They're the fucking same. Um, <laughs> now, USC beating Oregon State 17 to 14. You know, first team all year to kind of hold them down. Caleb Williams looked shook for the first half. Although I have another little issue with what was going on there. But the Oregon State crowd was ridiculous. They were going crazy. However, if your quarterback, man, is going to throw four interceptions. Chance Nolan, he fucked this Can't one up. Win that way, yeah. And that's been like kind of the thing is like USC's defense is able to like force turnovers. Like, you know, I mean, they've been able to do that, but all they had to do for real was run the ball on these dudes. And they made a win. But yeah, Chance Nolan just kept throwing the game away. Um, but yeah, Darnell, any thoughts on this? USC just surviving, getting out of there. Yeah. Um, balls. Yeah, good catch by Jordan Addison to give USC the last go-ahead touchdown. Really unfortunate if you're an Oregon State fan because, yeah, they should have won that game. Like you said, if they would have just been able to control the the clock or control the ball, run the ball, and not turn it over like they were, then, you know, they would have had a chance to win a game. They probably would have, but unfortunately they didn't. So that's where we are. Yeah, of course. They did not. And the other thing as well, like USC, um, mm-hmm. just did, you know, I think they should have definitely given it to their, their running back, um, Travis Dye, I believe. Yeah, Travis Dye a lot more. He was going crazy the entire game. You look at it, he had 19 rushes, 133, and they just like, they were just kept trying to throw it. And that, that was very um, Andy Reid esque. But I think the other problem is, is whenever he got a little tired, mm-hmm. They just don't have, you know, a suitable backup yet. Um, and then their star receiver, Addison, they were talking about this during the game. He only got – he wasn't getting the, the amount of like, targets and everything that he was getting before previously. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, so – sorry. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, Addison, he got, you know, the late touchdown pass. Um, that kind of sealed the win for him. I think for USC, this is kind of when you look at – and don't worry. I know you're dying. They're not talk about your boys. We will get to them. But when I'm you – I'm cool. Yeah, I know. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> but when, when, you, when you talk about, like, that Ohio State game, I kind of see what you mean now because mm-hmm. I think that – and I do think Oregon State at home is better than Notre Dame on the road. That's just Notre Dame hate, though. Um, so don't mind that. But it was a game that they kind of needed to win, right? Everyone's talking about USC's offense, USC's offense. Now, the the thing is, is like we see you see a team like Clemson, right? Mm-hmm. And they get lit up on defense. 
but their offense like puts up puts up firework numbers. Which one? Which one of those teams right now? Because I think I think that we're gonna agree that there's definitely a separation in the top three. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can even throw. Before I ask that question, let's talk about it real quick. Michigan beat Maryland, um, yes. thirty-four to twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what kind of were your thoughts? I know you said Michigan didn't play anybody, and they did look like they were struggling. But you know, Corum, they're running back. He just went insane. Thirty rushes, Blake Corum, thirty yep. rushes, two twenty-four, two forty-three, yep. two touchdowns. Insane. This is a nut behind yeah. the game. You know, but and McCarthy zero zero picks, two touchdowns. They kind of they they had had a fumble in there, um, late, and then the missed field goal as well. And then they kind of it, it was a little little bit more distance in the score indicates it wasn't as close nearly as the other two, or the other three games. Um, they were really up two touchdowns at the end. Um, but what what kind of were your thoughts on you know your boys, your boys in Ann Arbor? Not really my boys, but I will say the guys in Ann Arbor. Um, they're going against. I can't. I can never pronounce his name. Um, talk about Todd. Huh? Talk about love. No, his first name, but I know his last. That's his last name. But it's Tua's little oh, brother yeah. is the quarterback yeah. at Maryland, and he got hurt. I believe in the game. He threw two interceptions, and he was dealing. Let me see. In the recap, it says that he was dealing with some type of knee injury. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so he got took out the game, and honestly, I only watched highlights, but he did get taken out of the game when they were already down two touchdowns. I was gonna say he got took out of the game, but I doubt that was gonna have anything to do with the difference of the game. But backup actually came in one drive and scored a touchdown. Mm -hmm. There we go. But Michigan had been scoring fifty points every game for the first two weeks of the season, but they were playing lackluster competition, in my opinion. And I've this is what I've been saying. And as soon as they face a, a tougher opponent, it Michigan really they proved to be the more physical team. They got the job done, but it really came down to Blake Corum. And I think that's been the difference all season for me as far as Michigan. I think he's a really good a really good running back and they lean on him heavy. And if you can take him out of the game, I would like to see how Michigan can adjust. But they're a team that's going to have to lean on defense and, and the run game all year because I don't really see them making like a lot of explosives in the passing game against mm-hmm. better competition. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about maybe, I think people kind of saw maybe their offense was, you know, putting up numbers looked a little explosive. Mm-hmm. Miss Maryland passed on none of that was same old Michigan just running the ball. And I think that, so as you look at those kind of three teams, because I think that we'll talk about the top three um, in a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I do want to talk about some some of the other close games in the SEC. But when you look at those top three right now, um, or those like middle three, who do you kind of who do you kind of think it would you who do you kind of think is gonna get that fourth spot right now? And who would you kind of want to see in that fourth spot between USC, Clemson, I mean Michigan? I think obviously Michigan being playing Ohio State is going to make it a little tougher for them. But yeah. who do you think kind of out of those three teams is the best? I think the best team is probably probably Clemson. 
because I think Clemson has the best defensive line in the country, and a lot of people will probably agree with that. But it did, you couldn't really tell depending on how they played against uh, Wake Forest. And, but yeah, um, I think DJ is the biggest X factor because if he's a, like the version that we saw yesterday, it's like without a doubt Clemson's better than USC and, and Michigan and me. Yeah. But if you get average play, then USC could be right there to me. But I think Michigan is the third place team to me. I agree. I think Michigan is the third just because I don't think they do anything special. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen UFC, USC's offense against much better competition, you know, take off. Mm-hmm. I, the big thing, um, yeah, I would, I would tend to agree. I, I think I. My thing is, and we'll, I think that we'll delve more in this a little bit. I just think you need a quarterback who can run at this point. Um, and Caleb Williams don't got it like that to me. It kind of got exposed in this game. But it's like for him to do everything, like Lincoln Riley has called perfect plays or guys have to be open, whatever. He wasn't great at dissecting what Oregon State was doing because they were in his own all game. Mm-hmm. He didn't throw it to the kind of kind of a little deer in headlights. Um, so because of that, it's almost like but Clemson's secondary just looks so bad, man. Yeah. It looked real bad. Like I don't know. I don't know. I do think Clemson has a better chance of getting there simply because their conference. Mm-hmm. Unless Pitt's gonna do it, you know. And they just like they they would they got a new quarterback this year, year. So I don't know how much faith I'll have in them doing that against Clemson. I'm just that's the only team in the ACC I know, man. Miami keeps losing. They lost to Middle Tennessee State today, yesterday, whatever the fuck. Yeah, that was bad. It's real bad. And if NC you would have seen, State. yeah, the the receiver from Middle Tennessee State. If you would have seen like. He had a 99-yard bomb. Burned the dude. Burned the cornerback so bad. NC State 4-0, so maybe they'll challenge Clemson, but I think the Pac-12 is looking crazy, but we'll, we'll definitely get into that. Um, let's go into the, the part podcast Darnell, you know, despises it, but we, we held it off this time. It's the SEC talk. Um, we'll start with Florida-Tennessee. Um, Tennessee winning the game 38 to 33. Honestly, Darnell, I'm guessing you watched this one because it was before Ohio State. Yeah. All right. So, give, give me your takeaways on it first. Well, obviously, Tennessee won because Hendon Hooker was just amazing. Yeah. Um, 349, 22 of 28, two touchdowns, ran the ball 13 times for 112 yards, had a 44 yard run and another touchdown on the ground. And he was just Mr. Everything. And ever since week one, we've been looking at Anthony Richardson. Well, after week one, I remember you specifically saying, I like Anthony Richardson and what he was able to do. And ever since then, we haven't been able to get the same Anthony Richardson. But I will say, yesterday, he was able to put together some throws, get some completions together, and get some yards. He put up 33 points. Got 453 on the ground, but he did have a costly interception, two touchdowns, and overall, it just came down to Florida's defense. And I'm Tennessee came in as the favorite to win, so they really should have won the game, and they did. So 
I got to give credit to Tennessee, but overall, I thought Florida probably probably should have snuck this game out. But you know, Tennessee did what they had to do, and they, you know, I I don't think it's on Anthony Richardson. I just think Florida's receivers weren't separating. They mm. couldn't run the ball. Couldn't really block. Yeah. He was running for his life. Um. It was funny because I actually saw what you mean about him being a first round. Uh, he looked like he looked a little Kyler like. Mm. He just has no one to throw to, and they don't run the ball. I think their coach is a bit of a goober. Um, let me look up their coach. I'm not just saying coach, <laughs> but um, did yeah, you know Billy, uh, Florida's running back is Travis Etienne's little brother? Yeah, who's Billy Napier, man? No clue. New coach. I have no idea where where he came from. University of Florida Athletics. Oh, FAMU. Hmm. You haven't heard? You never heard of FAMU? No, I've heard of FAMU. I just he just. It's looking real bad right now. Um, <laughs> and I think that the sucky thing as we go across conferences is this this really hurts the Pac-12 every time Florida loses. Because even if Utah, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and we'll get it more, but if, if we get a three situation where Washington looks really good, USC looks really good, Utah only has that one loss, maybe you'd see one of the men. And I still think they would get in over, uh, you know, Obviously, if Clemson loses, I think that that would be a one-loss pack 12 team gets in, but this hurts a little bit. But yeah, we I liked Anthony Richardson. The thing is, I didn't know that the SEC just had every – I didn't know every team had a quarterback like this now. <laughs> That's true, though. Like, they all do. I was like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. Hooker, hooker a dog. And I was just like, damn. Eight touchdowns, zero picks on the season. Um. Yeah, I mean, he just – they were – they were honestly, it should have been a lot worse. Like, you said Florida could have snuck this. They weren't better than 10. Tennessee was just whooping them up and down the field. They just kept fucking up. Mm-hmm. They had two lost fumbles. Um, Hooker had one and Fant had one. Um, and Fant's came – it was inside the 20 early in the game, so they were about to drive right down the field, score a touchdown. And then they just – and then I a little bit I was driving a little bit so I didn't see it but I thought that Florida was about to gain control just because Tennessee kept fucking up but Tennessee was like no nah. Booker was like no nah, this is better than them and and the other game obviously SEC the that was two ranked teams Texas A&M versus Arkansas now um before I start with anything um. I'm going to say this. I apologize, Razorback fans. This one's on me. You know. <laughs> um, Darno, you want to you tell people why I said that? You want to fill them in? No, fill them in. Go ahead. Okay. Um, this is painful. So, I'm watching this game, right? And I was, I was, I was getting happy. Arkansas is up 14-zip. Moving up and down the field. And I'm thinking, I smart ass. I'm like, damn, these these Texas A&M and Florida takes about to look great. You know what I mean? It's gonna look, <laughs> I was like, Arkansas, Tennessee lit. 
this, that, the other. Bro, ever since I fucking said that. Yeah. Since I said that, it was like Tech and went crazy. And they weren't even, they were just getting just fucking just stupid shit. Um, their running back is nice. Ak, Akhan, Devin, he nice with it. But I just think that they're, I think that the real issue is they, they're the one team kind of of those even, you can even put Florida, obviously Kentucky, they struggled a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. But of those top teams who doesn't have either, you know, a dual threat quarterback or a national champion. But they don't have one of those. And I just think that he has limitations. I think it kind of holds, you know, the team back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Max Johnson. Um, but I mean, fuck it. They their their defense is crazy. Um, and for me, it was just up 14 to seven. This is the moment. They get down the field. And it was so interesting because the way that KJ Jefferson was playing the whole game at mm-hmm. first, he was sliding, right? Now he mm-hmm. has like a Jalen Hurts build, but he was doing Jalen Hurts things, which I mean by Jalen Hurts big, but he was sliding. Then he had like a fourth and three run where they just run from the middle. Boom. He started getting taking more and more contact as the game was going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then he like ran like, you know what I mean? Through some guys one time. And then I think his adrenaline started going. And the reason I say that to a degree that wasn't great. Um, and the reason that I say that is because what lost them the game was, again, 14-7. They're driving the field. They're about to just go back up 21-7 with Texas A&M, their offense. We haven't seen them score all season. So it's like, okay. But he goes in for a QB sneak, and he tries to jump over the pie line from, like, the three-yard line. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and that's where he saw the – I don't know if you saw the play, but that's when you see that one. The fumble. Yeah, and then the the Texas A&M return, and then the pitch back. It was a crazy play. I was like, damn, that one might have changed the game. I just, I didn't, I didn't even, I, I didn't even want to blame Arkansas. I didn't want to blame KJ, but I mean, it was a pretty goofy play. I just put the blame on myself. I got to be better than that, you know. Every better. Than if I didn't say anything, man, maybe Arkansas wins. Maybe I get the brag today, but no. Instead, Arkansas takes the L. Um, yes, they do. Um, Continues to, they're probably going to be right back up at seven. So, <laughs> that was, there you go. Yeah. They did just beat back to back teams, I think. Yeah, I, I think they like, did. Yeah. Still fuck them, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, you know, those are my takeaways. All right, Darnell, any takeaways on this game or you just want to do your thing? Um, no, I actually was thinking I did see that last play, but I'm confusing it with a different ending that I saw with a field goal kicker. So I'm trying to save my take. It wasn't, the, yeah, it wasn't the last play of the game, it was just the biggest play. Yeah, it was oh, a different. That was what I wanted to say. That was my take. I had to take them. So I think what's happening is, and I had to think about my me, right? Mm-hmm. It's like growing up, I didn't know an NFL without Michael Vick. Now, there weren't a lot of Michael Vicks. There was one, right? You yeah. need to be super special to get that chance, everything like that. But that was the one I knew. But just thinking about it like this, I think that what we're seeing in the SEC, and I think the first guy we kind of saw the new generation with was that Jalen Hurts. But I think 
if you think about it, right? Like, I don't remember a non-Michael Vick league. Michael Vick came in like 2002, right? Something I like that. Think, I don't know why I think he was 2004. Maybe it was 2002. It's because he was no, like, it was 2001. He was on the like, cover of 2004. I think it was 2001. Yeah, 2004 madness what made him immortal. That's why. I think it was 2004. I mean, 2001. Yeah, 2001. So yeah, he was in the no. I think it. He was in the championship in 2000 with. Um, I'm pulling it up right Frank now. Keenan. So keep talking. Yeah, I think it was 2002. Um, 2001 draft. Um, I'm bad. Yeah. Pause it. Um. Either way, yeah. So that that's that's my so he came in the league when I was like five, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we're at the point now. And people try to emulate him, but it's it was it's very hard to do mm-hmm. because you know he's just faster than everybody else. But what what kind of is happening now is I think we're entering a time where these young guys don't really know a league without Cam Newton because I'm watching how they're playing. Right. Okay. Like I'm watching how these guys like play, mm-hmm. and it's like they don't they don't try to run through people as much, but it's like how they run, you know? Yeah. Open. It's like go up the middle, get your five yards, and go down. Now Cam Newton, Superman, right? Mm-hmm. He was running over people, running by you, doing everything. But I think that's kind of. What I'm putting the explanation on that, and combined with again Jalen Hurts just being like, okay, Alabama did it, so now we all can do it type of thing. Because again, these guys aren't really capable of emulating a Johnny Manziel or Russell Wilson. That's more like Kyler, you know. That's more yeah. like again Anthony Richardson I put there, but the KJ Jefferson types. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think we saw as many big quarterbacks who could move this fast in the past. We saw a couple. We saw Tim Tebow, Cam Newton, the um the one guy from Kansas State. Forget his name. But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can't remember his name either, but I know you're talking about. Yeah. But it's um, like you got the Justin Fields of the world. Don't I don't know where where you would rank him, but you got the Justin's more of a – he's more like what I'm talking about. Okay. He's more, he's got kind of the breakaway speed, but he doesn't have the dance. You know what I mean? It's more like north-south, get your yards and go. Yeah. And, I mean, Jalen kind of has both. Jalen can do both. Um, He's getting much better at the slide in the pocket stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Alabama, he didn't used to be able to do that. You know what I mean? He was yeah. go. Um, And so I, I definitely think that's just interesting to watch, and I think you're just seeing a lot in the SEC. Right now, it was kind of something I saw in the first week, and it just continues to show prominence. Now, what happens with that, I don't know. But I just I think that these teams kind of can pose threats to a Bama. I don't think they can with Georgia, but I think with a Bama, it's possible. I think. Um, but go ahead. Take it away. I was just gonna. Uh, I I mean I, I pretty much agree with your take, but 
I don't agree with your final conclusion, obviously. I think teams can I don't I think teams can well we'll get to it later. I'll put it that way. I don't think any of the teams with the quarterbacks I'm talking about in the SEC can beat Georgia. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, I don't think they have the team to do it. But I don't think it comes down to the quarterback specifically. Yeah. Exactly. I just I, I yeah, I don't I don't think that they're good enough to carry them over at Georgia because Georgia's different. Mm-hmm. All right, it's your turn, man. Go go ahead. Talk about uh Colin Klein. That was his fucking name, Colin Klein. Yeah. I wasn't gonna remember that on the spot. Nah, I looked it up. <laughs> but Colin Klein, yeah. He um almost won the Heisman, almost took them to the championship. I liked him. I like that team. That's that's why we need a 14 playoff, man. That's like Colin Klein. That's why we need a 12 1. <laughs> Imagine Donnie Manziel in that shit, bro. Yeah. Electric. Shit. Imagine Anthony fucking Richardson climbed his way in there. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, man, go ahead, man. Crazy. Yeah. Talk that Ohio State talk, man. Yeah. So Ohio State opened up. Um, Currently ranked third. They opened up the Big Ten play against Wisconsin. Two and one Wisconsin. Pretty much, you know what you're going to get from Wisconsin. They have a very talented running back this year, as as pretty much every year. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. Braylon or Bray, Braylon Allen. The guy is a sophomore from Wisconsin. He's 6'2", 235, and he can move. He's a, he's a, He's a dude. So credit to Wisconsin. They, yeah, they have a they have really a really solid running attack this year, which is pretty much their they have they do every year. But you know, Wisconsin really does they're not gonna drop back and throw the ball down the field a hundred times a game. So you you can limit Wisconsin's offense. And the problem is can you score in their defense? And CJ did a good job of commanding the offense. There was no Jackson Smith and Jigba, the start um Start starting wide receiver for the Ohio State Buckeyes. That's projected to be one of the best receivers in the country this year. So that's one weapon down. You mm-hmm. get Trayvon Henderson back, so you get the two headed monster in the backfield. Both yeah. running backs go over a hundred yards. First time since uh, however long ago. So that's a positive. But I don't. I think CJ oh, had a like great game. Braxton Miller or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. This so CJ was great. I well, I don't I don't think it was great. He was very good for his own standards. 17 of 27, 281, five touchdowns, one interceptions, QBR of 98.9. I believe this is the highest QBR I've seen so far of all the games we've talked about. But I think this well, he had obviously the interception, he had a couple missed throws, and if that's would it take if that's what a bad CJ game is five touchdowns in the interception? It's problems for the Big Ten. Like, um, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be problems for the Big Ten because CJ is playing at a Heisman candidate level coming into the game. I think he had eleven touchdowns, so this would be sixteen touchdowns, one interception. Ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, he was doing this thing, and props to Ohio State for. Pulling out the victory. Um, if you're if you're a stickler, like a lot of Ohio State fans are, because that's the standard. Twenty one points is probably too much. 
to Wisconsin. You got gashed on the big play from the Wisconsin running back, Braylon Allen, for 75 yards. But the game was out of balance. That game was over. Yeah, it was out of balance. But I'm just – this is the things that they complain about all week. But the game was over. So, I, I'm not really a big – I don't really care about garbage time touchdowns and stats like that. So, it doesn't really bother me personally. But for those who would like to hear a little – criticism then there you go um i mean i'll be honest you know i love criticizing cleveland teams um not this one (laughs) Um, ohio state looks nasty man um i definitely i said it last week i put them over bama just based Mm -hmm. off what i thought that continues this week um they just I watched – I didn't watch the game, I watched the highlights. Because I thought they would win, but I didn't think it – I'll be honest with you. I it was a 19 – they were a 19-point favorite for the record. I didn't think it would be like that. Wisconsin can be a tough team, and they just – it was how it happened, though, right? It, was, it wasn't like they took a while. It was like, nah, just 28 to zip off the bat. I think it was mm-hmm. like 28 to zip, like, after, like, a quarter and a half – a quarter? Yeah, it was something like it was close. It was close it was, to being 28 0 after the first quarter. It was ridiculous. I was like, oh my goodness. Okay. So it's like, yeah. And I mean, Alabama did that sure against Vanderbilt. You know, Vanderbilt. But it's like, it's like still, you know, that's when, not, when's the last not, time Vanderbilt's been a rank, a top 10 ranked team? Wisconsin, yeah. you, they're traditionally or, a lot. Yeah, lower ranked, right? Yeah. And I think the other thing on top of it as well is like Alabama almost lost to Texas. And now you, you watched Texas lose to Texas Tech yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, well, there goes that. You know, and Oklahoma lost. So, thank you for talking about it. <laughs> but, um, but you see the flaw of Alabama, right? And it's like those threats. With Ohio State, sure, you saw it that kind of same thing for a game, but they were missing somebody that they got back. And I just think that right now I would definitely take Ohio State. I think they're kind of pulling – well, I shouldn't say they're pulling away because, I mean, Alabama did win 52 with zero. But I think that it's kind of a good chance that they're somewhat pulling away as that number two. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll definitely definitely see what happens, but I like I like what I saw at Ohio State for sure. Um, go Buckeyes, man! Any takeaways from Georgia? <laughs> I think they just got a little lazy. They've been playing such high level competition; they kind of took it back for a week. What was it thirty nine to twenty two? Right? Yep. Yeah, they were chilling, vibing. It was it was like. 17-10 or something like that in the fourth quarter or something like something like it was close. This game was way good. too close for comfort they, if you're a Georgia fan. They were five. Do you know what the spread was? Probably like 30. 45. 45. Yes. They win by 17. If 45. that was the other this is this is where that SEC bias comes from. If another team didn't cover and they win by 17 as a 45-point favorite, they drop in the rankings. But if it's an SEC team, 
I, 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 I want to slightly disagree with you on the SEC bias. I think, I think it's more so. We just watched Alabama drop first off, but I think it's more so, um, just like they are the defending champs, and they did smoke a couple of ranked teams like really badly. You gotta take that into consideration. Like, I mean, they did just smoke Oregon. They weren't there. So it's kind of like, you know. I guess. Like, they beat them worse than you guys beat Wisconsin. Just think about that. Seriously. That's a little ridiculous. You know? Yeah, but you know wins aren't created equal. I know. Georgia's win is better. But I hear you. It's I hear not. I hear it's where not. you're trying to The win against Oregon, I think the win against Oregon is better than the win against Wisconsin. That's just me. What was the final score in that game? It was like forty nine to seven, dude. Forty nine seven. Okay. All right. It was pretty bad. It was real bad. It's really bad. I think that they just chilled. The offense is ah, fuck it. We don't care. What I will say is Brock Bowers is that dude. I'm going to keep saying that for for Georgia, the tight end. He's a dog. Two touchdowns on a day. Two carries, 77 yards. Two (laughs) touchdowns. He's at five catches, 60 yards, 20, long of 20, like, yeah. He's their offense. Yeah. So. I mean... Do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Can you pull up the schedule for next week? I was just actually pulling it up right now. Yeah, I don't want to endanger myself. <laughs> Utah BYU Thursday, Friday, Friday Washington UCLA. Then Saturday. Oh, I didn't have... talk. Yeah, real quick. Washington, they nice. Washington's oh, like nice. Washington. Washington's nice. Bro. Yeah, so we get to see Washington UCLA Friday night. Washington's just built. For the record, yes, big Washington guy. Call me a Washington a Husky fanboy. <laughs> so I'm li- I'm trying to find um, Oklahoma TCU at twelve, Fuck Michigan that. Iowa, eight, eighth no, rate Kentucky that. against sixteenth rate Ole Miss. Both undefeated teams. Uh, they're kind of just gassing Ole Miss up a little bit, but that's fine. I'll watch Kentucky. I'll see if Kentucky got something. Utah, Utah, Oregon State might be good. Alabama, Arkansas, both ranked. Oklahoma State, Baylor. Alabama, Arkansas? Yeah. Damn, Arkansas. You folded, bro. 330. They They could have both been undefeated. They could have lost. But that's the thing. They could have really won. They could have lost to Bama and still, in some corny way, gotten in. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. For real. They ran the table and just lost to Alabama. Honestly, they could just beat Alabama and still get in that one. But I don't think they're going to do that. And then Saturday night, we got NC State at Clemson. 12-ranked NC State at 5-ranked Clemson. 12 o'clock, bro. No, 7.30 game. 7.30? Yeah. Let's go. 7.30. Clemson, hey, that that was the game I was talking about, man. They undefeated. Let's see it. Yeah. What? Ohio State has a three thirty game against Rutgers, so that'll oh. be nothing to watch. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Rutgers. Okay. Who's Michigan play? Michigan plays Iowa at twelve. Oh, a game right. at Iowa that they can win that they could lose. <laughs> Man is looking. How hard were you rooting for Maryland last week? I wasn't rooting that hard. As soon as I seen that they were about to lose, I turned the game on. Yeah. Like I'll watch Michigan lose any day, but I'm not watching them win. Like I don't want I don't really want to watch them win. <laughs> I figured that pollutes my brain, man. Pollutes your brain. <laughs> I am hyped for that Alabama Arkansas game. That's gonna be pretty. That's gonna be pretty nice to watch. Yeah. Um, I think I think North Carolina State Clemson game of the week. Who does um? See, I'll just look it up. I can tell you. And then you said said or, Oregon State versus uh, Oklahoma Utah. State Baylor Oregon State Utah. Oh, fuck that conference. Throw that, throw that conference in the trash. <laughs> so yeah. No, no Big Twelve talk. Done with them for the year. Yeah, they're not one. They're not going to the to the playoff. No. What I wanted to kind of know was, damn, week six is when it really gets lit. Ohio State, Michigan. Ohio State, Michigan State, Auburn, Georgia, Texas A&M, Alabama, Clemson, Boston College, Texas, Oklahoma, USC, Washington State. Damn. Yeah, like it get lit that week. It's crazy. Yeah, because I was wondering. I was like, who? What about the Pac-12? Oh, so USC, Arizona State, they're pretty much done. Mm-hmm. With the Herm Edwards thing. Yep. So the Pac-12 just doesn't play this week. Is that what, is that what happened there? <laughs> week four, week five. No oh, Washington. Washington plays UCLA. It's just on Friday. Hmm, it's a going. UCLA's undefeated. Yeah. Watch that little Friday action. Yeah, I mean nothing else gonna be on Friday night. Nope. Except baseball. Yeah, fuck that. Um, yeah, I'm a big, nah, I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, big Washington guy, man. I really, I think that they're the team, you know, outside of the top 10 that I would have as the scariest kind of threat. Do you have any scary threats that you see like outside of the top 10 for you? Um, not yet. Eh, a little too early for me. I mean, it's the perfect outside of the top 10. It's perfect. Oh, outside of the top 10. Let me see. Yeah. Not somebody you think is gonna make it in the thing. I just want like a threat, you know, someone who's like a possibility. Possibility, you know, what I mean, be Oregon. Oregon? Yeah. Really? I'm gonna say Oregon. Now, how are you gonna say Oregon and then say that you being Wisconsin is a better? That makes no sense. Hey, man, I'm thinking this is a new thought right here. This is a brand new thought. I don't know what I said 20 minutes ago, but my <laughs> thought today, right, in this present moment. <laughs> today. Is telling me that good Bo Knicks, yeah, man, sign me up. Scored 44 this week against Washington State. Did we talk about Bo Knicks? No. No, we didn't. We don't really need to, but 
Bo Nix was good again. So oh, if he, he, if he can continue man. putting together good games, then yeah. Nah, you, got it. You, can lead, you can you can lead the Bo Nix fan club. That's all you. <laughs> I'll watch. I'll watch. I'll watch. I'll watch and I'll, I'll see how that works for you. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> you gave, hey, I gave you an answer, man. What are you going to do? Yeah, it was a very flawed one, but I did catch you off guard with the question. I just wanted to make it. I just wanted to make it clear that I'm Washington guy. They're nice yeah. with it. They beat Stanford forty to twenty-two. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to give USC credit for beating them, got to give I mean Washington some credit. It's going to be interesting too to see the um the the whole what is it the um. Then the playoff Michigan State game. Oh yeah, that Michigan State game. Because next we're gonna find out is Michigan State really just trash? I mean, Washington was stomping them. Michigan State's trash. Okay, I'm sorry. I gotta That's, say it. You're not hurting my feelings. Man. Yeah. Sorry, so, Mel Tucker. I know you got hundred million, but. Yeah. Well, where you fit in, man. He got that shit right on time. Yep. That's how you got to do it. Get your bag. He said, yes, cash me in right now. He yes, told sir. his agent, like, yo, get the deal done. We got yeah. Ohio State on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't have this going down before then. So. I think it was Colin Coward who said it. But he was like, ever since he signed that deal, he's like one and four. <laughs> yeah, he's not been good. Maybe that was you who said that. I don't remember. You got me confused with Colin Cowherd. That's crazy. Is that what I sound like? Did you like? say it? I don't remember. Okay. I probably didn't. Go. I was trying to give you credit. Man. Sorry, I'm trying to give you credit. I don't want to. Take credit for Colin Cowherd's takes. Colin hate. Colin does get a lot of hate. No idling. Anywho, man, I'm excited. Got a lot of fun stuff coming up next week. And you said week six, yeah. Now we're getting into the heat of it. I think. I really do think that that um. I think that 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 Clemson Wake Forest game kind of woke it up for me, for me personally. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, now we're here, you know. Yeah, it's here. <laughs> yeah, it's here. As soon as I watched that dumbass dude not fucking go for the win, I was like, damn, I got really mad, really heated. That's how you know it's get it's happening is when you get mad about you know teams where. It, there, you know, you have no rooting interest. Yeah. And I'm not a Clemson hater. So it's not even like, you know, what I mean, I'm rooting against Clemson. I fuck with Clemson. I fuck with Debo. Dabo. 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 You don't? No. That makes sense. You're an Ohio State fan. You yeah. can't really fuck with any of the other good teams. Yes. No. That's that's the sucky part about it. Like <laughs> I got like I can root for my team, but if my team's not in it. I hate the rest of these teams, so it's not like the same. I do like you eventually like main mainly due to the college football playoff. Like I hate Georgia now. I well not really Georgia. I don't really have a care for Georgia. I don't I'm impartial to Georgia. Georgia didn't play off. Yeah, they didn't play us, so I don't really hate them. But I hate Clemson. 
hate Alabama. Obviously, I hate Michigan. And who else has been in the playoff, really? Notre Dame. You can hate Notre Dame. Yeah, I kind of hate Notre Dame a little bit. I hate Notre Dame for being in the playoff. That's the only team I hate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's only one. There's one team I want to make it clear that I hate. I kind of dislike Texas A&M and, you know, Texas A&M. I used to be a Florida fan, so they just disappoint me at this point. When I was growing up, I had to become a Temple fan. We suck, though. (laughs) If we're good again, I'm right on the bandwagon. But no, nah, yeah, no. Nah, there's one team, and there's only one I hate. It's it's Notre Dame. I ain't mad at that. Cool. Everybody was cool for real, bro. Now nah, Oklahoma, I kind of don't like them either. I kind of not- don't like US. You know, I I actually when I grew up, I liked USC a lot. That's crazy. But Colin Cowherd really makes me hate USC sometimes. The way he talks about USC. I know that's your guy, man. My bad. We hate him. Hey, man. That's true. Yeah. I hear he was just like, you know, he I agree, though. If If USC is good, that's good for a lot of people. The problem is, I think it's kind of sad. You look at a weekend like this, it's like, man, they're kind of changing up all the conferences again. Because now you, now you see, like, man, now I think we finally got to the point where Alabama's not so overpowered that there's at least a little balance. Right. I think Clemson kind of opened the door for it. Obviously, there have been, like, times that you guys opened the door for it. Yeah, I think probably us beating them had to open the door a little bit. All right, so for Demetrius, Mason, and Darnell Jones, we'll see you guys next week, and deuces.